I just, I'm worried about everyone listening. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think that's the main tagline of this whole podcast. I'm worried about everyone listening. <laughs> you know, uh, but here we are. We're back again. Episode 32. We got the Alex, the and, Alex Koku and Koku podcast. That's amazing. I love to, I love the sound of that. It's still... You know, I've been on TikTok a lot. You have been on TikTok. I've been a lot. on TikTok a lot. I, I I recently converged to the TikTok wave, but I've been seeing a lot of like clips from other podcasts, and like I'm like, are we like these niggas? Are we like? Because <laughs> <laughs> some of them are corny, some of them are funny, but then I'm yeah. like, man, is this us? Is this how people perceive I us? I know. There's always that joke about like. Yeah, for like four white dudes in a room together. And the next question is always when we start in a podcast. <laughs> and I hope that's not us, but it very well it might very, be. Yeah. Yo. <laughs> no, fuck it. Go ahead. Get up. Go ahead and let them know who you are. Go ahead. Yo. Well, I am not white. But, uh, <laughs> I'm Alex, Alex Lewis, and uh, yeah, happy to be here. One half of the Alex and Koku duo. And I'm the aforementioned Koku, who is very far from white. <laughs> I am on the opposite end of the line. And yeah, the second half of the Alex and Koku podcast. And um, and I feel like a great way to describe us is we are two goofy fellows. We're goofy fellows. That's it. <laughs> That's the best way to put us in a box. Not to say we want to be in a box, but if we were goofy fellows is what we are. Yeah. If you I were to it. somehow have a box nearby that you wanted <laughs> to place us in gently, <laughs> That would be the box we're in. <laughs> um, this kind of reminds me of a conversation I was having with um, a friend of the podcast, Michaela. And I was saying how I wanted to rebrand myself, <laughs> but I couldn't because if I was in a lineup <laughs> and you were like, there's one person named Koku, you have to choose him and you win $10,000. You'll be able to guess me out every single like if you're like if the camera's panning down the lineup and you just see me standing there. Like, you know it's me. I'm the nigga named Koku. Yo. And I was mad because my name could be pronounced Kwaku as well. Mm. And I think it'd be so dope if I went as, like, like Quay or, like, Q. Yeah. But, like, I don't got that. Like Quaislove. <laughs> that would be so dope. But, nah, I'm a, a Koku-looking-ass nigga. And <laughs> I just remember there was one time on... There's this one time on Twitter, and oh, just off the cuff, I tweeted something about, like, we need to start mispronouncing white people's names. Mm. And <laughs> this girl replied and was like, we'd be mispronouncing your name. And I was... <laughs> I've never been that... Just, I got ethered. 
Do you remember been that badly like taken out? But I couldn't even I couldn't even argue it. I was oh, like shit. My name is Alex. Damn. <laughs> He's like, yo, she just held, held up a mirror. It was like, yo, I know. There, there you go. Like, yo, you're she was like, you're projecting, my boy. I was like, damn, you're right. Damn. But you know, this podcast isn't about names and how we want to be called. <laughs> Um, it's the Alex, Koku, Alex and Koku podcast, and the way we like to start it off is we talk about the things we've been listening to for the past couple weeks, days, you know, just stuff we've been spinning. So, Alex, what have you been listening to? Well, 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 uh, I've been, I'll name two things. Um, so one of them is new, and it is the new Nego album. Ooh. I know Nego. Um, featuring uh, some folks like ASAP Rocky, Tyler the Creator, Clips, Pharrell. It was. It's honestly. I was describing it to the homie Nate as a uh, is like Fashion Week on an album. Ooh, just like the front row at a Louis Vuitton show. Ooh, just like he was like, "Yo, all of you, you're gonna be on this." That's dope. Uh, and it's great. It's a great project. Um, I really love, I think this was one of the singles, but there's this track, Hear Me Clearly, uh, mm-hmm. by Pusha T mm-hmm. and my goodness, that get, man, he was doing some things. You get the, um, Jay-Z reference off of Rick Ross's, um, Freemason when he's yes. like, hear me, Killy. If y'all niggas fear me, just say y'all fear me. Say fear me. Yep. Dope yeah. bar, dope bar. It's so good. And he's got uh, this line, <clears throat> this line on there, kilogram Kickstarter, push a brick harder, left my elbow in the pot, Olive Vince Carter. Yeah. And just, yeah, like just quintessential push a T, like the wordplay, mm-hmm. the delivery, it just like punches you in the chest. Mm-hmm. It's great. Uh, and then I've also been uh, bumping a lot of Frank Ocean recently. Uh, I'm not particularly sad, but uh, I was listening to No Skips podcasts, uh, Jinx and Shay Serrano, and they did a Frank Ocean episode focused on the album Blonde. And during the episode, they asked the question, What's your favorite Frank Ocean song not on Channel Orange or Blonde? And I said, like, while they were listening, while they were, like, going through that question, I was, like, waiting to hear what they were going to say. And they were, like, naming a number of songs. But the one that never came up was White uh, off of the OF tape volume two, which is like kind of snuck in there. And I was like, damn, like that song, I think really is like my favorite song. That's like not on those albums. Like it's kind of like snuck in there on a project that like, I don't really revisit a whole lot, but I think it's like some of Frank's like most just like descriptive writing and like beautiful melody. Uh, And so that kind of sent me down this like rabbit hole of just like really going back through like Frank's catalog and he's just so good. 
he's one of the best overall artists. Like he's amazing. Like you, there's no way you can knock him off. Like he has it all, all of it. What is uh, what is your favorite Frank Ocean song? Not on Channel Orange or Blonde. Maybe um provider. That's Ooh, definitely up there yeah. for me. It's a great song. So good. Um, I might have to look through his catalog more to see things I might be missing, but I would say provider for sure. If not, if not number one, it's top three. Yeah, yeah. There's this. Uh, I remembered. There's this. She only shared it on Instagram stories, but like early on in the pandemic, Rosalia did this cover mm. of Dear April on mm. her Instagram stories. It wasn't even really a cover. Like that may be like too strong of like a word. She was just like listening along and like kind of harmonizing along with the song. But I had to like go and like like record and save it because i was like this is the, <laughs> like the best thing you heard it her. here it was, if, you got, if you want the leak version of rosalia <laughs> on frank ocean's dear april <laughs> hit alex up it is uh <laughs> maybe we'll drop it in <laughs> so good what have you been listening to recently um two things a single from this artist named chris crack called Holes at Trader Joe's. Hold up, Chris Crack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, you're not getting away with this. <laughs> I, yo, man's name is Chris Crack. Plain and simple, straight to the point. He's a, uh, um, the successor to Pusha T. I can't, I can't. <laughs> Chris Crack. Pusha's son. Pusha. <laughs> <laughs> And he's making some dope stuff. He, he, yo, um, he's been hiding a child. That's crazy. <laughs> he's been exposed. Yo, imagine that. <laughs> but he has a kid out. I think I said he has a kid out like he's an album. But <laughs> 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 he has a kid now. <laughs> New kid. But Hose at, Tra- Hose at Trader Joe's, dope song, super fun. Um, I mean, I'm going to throw another track. Um, it's called uh, Chitlin to Pepsi. Um, and it's by... I forgot. I think the machine. I forgot. Um, strong, strong arm steady. I'm gonna have a track called Chillums and Pepsi. That's really dope. Um, a lot of, a lot of snack bars. A lot of, yeah. <laughs> it's weird, but then it takes a turn because I've been listening to this album called um, Little Dominique's Nosebleed by the Koreatown Oddity, and it's a, it's a strange album, but it's really cool because it talks about two times this guy's been in a car accident. When, when he was in a car and when we got hit by a car and how it changed his life. Kind of talks about how growing up in California, he saw people getting locked up for selling weed. And now that it's legal, like everyone's doing it now and like still yeah, knows yeah. people are locked up. It's a really interesting project. Really, really obscure. Really like, like niche is, is weird. It's like, I, I didn't like it when I heard it the first time. I was like, okay, this is yeah. doing too much. But like, it's cool. It's a good, interesting story that I, rec- I recommend checking out okay shout out shout out to little dominique <laughs> <laughs> hope they're doing all right yeah it seems, <laughs> seems like it they make it albums so hey there we go they, it didn't take him out it didn't take him yeah out. did you uh did you watch the grammys last night i did not but i did see a couple artists that i like get their shine 
Yeah. Did you have like a particular reason for not watching it or was it just like scheduling conflict? Honestly, I haven't watched the Grammys <laughs> since Kendrick lost <laughs> um, Good Kid Man City. Because I, I knew, I think at that point, that was like 2013 and I was like 17 or 18. And at that point, I was like, okay, like this isn't connected to a lot of the music I listen to. And probably yeah. now, uh, now that I listen to like a broader range of music, I could watch it. But I still don't think it will reflect what, like, I truly see that deserves that Grammy. I mean, there's yeah. some some things they get right, but most of the time, the artists I feel like deserve it, or artists who I, I don't want to say are better because like it's subjective. But you know, I just don't think it's always reflective of what I want to see. That's real. <laughs> Did you watch it? No. Oh. <laughs> what was your reasoning? No. Uh, the NCAA Women's uh, National Championship was on. Oh, so okay. I was watching that. Better uh, things to watch. Out, shout out South Carolina. Go Cox. They got the uh, got the dub. Hey. Uh, which is fun to watch. But yeah, I was like seeing... You know, some of the Grammys tweets coming through. So I feel like I have at least like a fair understanding of what happened. And like also like, yeah, a few artists that I like won awards. But I think, yeah, I'm on like a similar page with you where. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people are moving in this direction or have been in this place of like the Grammys not being representative of kind of the direction that music is going in. But mm -hmm. I think also maybe even at like a broader, uh, on a broader plane award shows as like a, you know, an arbiter of like what is most important in mm -hmm. music, I think is becoming less of a thing. I hope it is. Yeah. I know that Grammys are definitely like very ingrained in our culture, just as the Oscars are. And a lot of those other award shows as being quote unquote, the highest honor in their mm -hmm. respective fields. But I think we're getting to a place where more and more people are saying, maybe that's actually not true. Yeah. Which is, is nice seeing, especially very recently what we see uh, last Grammy season with Tyler, where he wasn't even put in the right category. So, you know, they're just kind of just slapping right. labels on anything they see. So, but this right. year he did win best rap, best rap album again for Call Me yep. Get Lost, which is great. I, that's a well-deserved win. He was up against yes. J. Cole, um, Ye with Donda. And King's Disease 2, Nas. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And I know Tyler was at the Grammys last year. This year, he was, like, just frolicking in a field somewhere. Oh. So I think, too, like, you know, that shift to, like, you know, artists even starting to, you know, just feel like, hey, do I necessarily, like, need to be there? Mm -hmm. uh, is this something that is a priority for me. Exactly. Um, we have a couple other wins. 
best album. I think it's We Are. Uh, could be wrong. Yeah, John. Oh yeah, John Baptiste. It's Baptiste won best album. Um, haven't are, heard that. Gotcha. Yeah, I was about to ask. Yeah. <laughs> you've, been, you've been bumping. <laughs> you've been bumping John Baptiste. I haven't. I have not. But you know, it's worth checking out. Why not? I like. I think that's something about the Grammys is that they do let you know about some albums you might have missed because I don't. I don't think I would have come across it without seeing this list right now. Um, yeah, that's a good. That's a. It's a good different perspective on it. Yeah. Uh, because yeah, I was listening to the Ringer music show earlier and they were kind of just like joking about like John Batiste winning, which is like understandable. Uh, but you know, essentially a thing of like, is that actually like the, you know, the biggest album of the year or, Mm -hmm. Like, should the best album of the year be one that is actually one that, you know, a large volume of people are into? Mm. Uh, or, you know, is it something where there is space for something that is more obscure or not as, like, widely recognized as, say, you know, we are, John Baptiste? I, I think so. I, um... I feel like that's a place for that. I remember when, I forgot what year it was. might have been 2015. I think Beck's album won Best Album of the Year. And that's like when Kanye like came on stage jokingly and stepped back off. And yeah. I remember like Twitter was like, who? Like, like what? Who? And, like, <laughs> and Beck is a pretty known artist. Of course, not as known about modern times, but I, I feel like if the, if the art and the work is good enough, it doesn't have to always have a wide range of approval from like a wide audience. Um, Yeah. But that's the thing. I don't know what, where that Grammy skill lie. Does it lie strictly on the art and like the release and everything like that? Or is it like public opinion? I don't know. It's strange. Yeah. 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 It is a, yeah, I think I've, and I know we've talked about this before, but I don't value the Grammys yeah. as much anymore. And I think some of that is just a matter of like, you know, having some of those experiences, like you mentioned, where there are artists that you believe deserve to be recognized or awarded for their project and it not receiving an award when you know that it should have. And then I think too, uh, you know, it, it, you start to see that there is, you know, maybe at times like some Grammy bias, Mm -hmm. like an artist like her who is like wonderfully talented, but is also someone that will be at each and every award show every year, mm-hmm. uh, regardless of output, regardless of, you know, who is listening, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is like a, 
one of those things where I don't want to discount an artist's work or their talent, but also understanding that maybe there are some artists that are maybe more palatable for the Grammy or like TV audience than Mm -hmm. others. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, We got Keem winning uh, best rap performance, I think. Yeah. Got a, was that for family ties? For family ties. Yeah. Which is, which is great. We get to see. Um, Yeah. I I saw some, I saw some things saying he got, he should have won best new artist as well, but I feel like Olivia Rodrigo. She did her thing. Yeah. She, she, she had a yeah. moment. She does. She no, does. She, yeah. I think the other, like the other question for like album of the year is like, should that have been an Olivia Rodrigo mm. win? Like I would say probably, mm-hmm. but you know, I get it. Like, I think there's uh, like going back to the ringer music show, like they were kind of just talking about like Grammys kind of like the sort of like, you know, kind of the retro, yeah, like throwback uh, kinds of artists, the artists that remind you of like stuff you would have, you know, listened to in an mm-hmm. earlier decade, uh, which, you know, you'll see with like her gives off some of that, like Silk Sonic obviously is like very fully immersed in that. John Baptiste, I know has, from what I know of his music, like has some of that kind of, uh, you know, more direct influences in his music as well. So it's interesting. It's all just, it's interesting. Yeah. Um, this is the thing. <laughs> I'm looking at the list of Grammy winners. I see Spoken Word album, Carry On, Reflections for a New Generation, Don Cheeto. Shut up! Shut up, my nigga Don Cheeto. Yo, <laughs> I don't. Shout out Don Cheeto, bro. I don't know what that consists. I think is that just like a like an audio book? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but shout out Don Cheeto. Damn, man, it's what it is. Grammy. Like I Don. You know who is not gonna show up necessarily on the list, but did technically. Win a Grammy last night as part of the Tyler project is young boy the homie DJ Drama. Oh, <laughs> I, was, I was like, young boy, <laughs> NBA young boy. I was like, is that your, that's your wins? NBA young boy should have all the Grammys. <laughs> that's just, that's like, fact. He's, he's an artist that's like chart topping, surprisingly. Like, yeah, there's some statistics like, oh, like, the person closest to Drake's run right now is NBA Youngboy. I'm like, really? Like him? Man's is huge. He's huge. I, I mean, the streets yeah. salt. The streets like, salt. Between, like, I don't really listen to Youngboy, uh, but, like, I mean, I feel like between, like, him, Lil Baby, Dirk, like, mm-hmm. they are always sort of, like, rotating in these, like, conversations They're around, like, yeah, just meteoric talents in rap right now. Which, Lil Baby surprised the hell out of me. Like he, even though I'm not a the ad, like I don't listen to him every day. Like yeah. he, when he shows up for a verse, he doesn't slack. Wow, wow, wow. What coming from that? When I heard, I was like, "Is this man serious?" <laughs> Yellow Ferrari like Pikachu. 
Yeah. I, mean, I, I, I appreciate the Pokemon reference, but <laughs> this man said, wham, wham, wham. Bitch, I'm a baby. Wham, wham, wham. The, uh, I think, I think best, maybe it was best rap song, went to jail uh, from Ye's album, the song mm-hmm. with uh, Jay-Z. And that was maybe the most disappointing win of the night. <laughs> Who the was fact that? that that man, Jay-Z, got on a song at his old age, his big age, and said, God in my cells, that's my celly, made in the image of God, that's a selfie. <laughs> throw, throw it all away. Yeah, that, that verse might need to go through Grammarly, or just like, have to get fact-checked or something, because I didn't like any of that. He needs a peer review uh, for that verse. It I don't, makes I, my tummy hurt. Yeah. I, Family Ties definitely should have went over jail. Plus, jail has Marilyn Manson on it. Yeah. So, I don't think... It's, <laughs> let's skip that one. Let's, yeah. <laughs> it's giving. It's, it's not giving. Yeah. It's not giving. <laughs> it's, it's not, not giving. giving. Giving nothing. Um. Yeah, award shows. We... Love them, we hate them. There's there's a lot of drama in award <laughs> shows um, as of recording this. Yes, um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we, yo. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not it. mentioning I'm not saying any names. <laughs> At all. I'm going to keep certain, name. I'm gonna keep certain names out of my mouth. Maybe connected, connected to this. <laughs> The new Dreamville record. Okay. Uh, it's Gangster Girls mixtape. Yes. And there, <laughs> there is a line on there uh, where DJ Drama yells, don't get Chris rocked out your socks. <laughs> no, wait, that could, wait, no. When could it have, when could that have been put in there? Yo, so... Mixtape released Thursday, Friday, somewhere in that time. Yeah. And then what was the Oscars? That was Sunday? Yeah. I think that was a Sunday night. Mm-hmm. So he had a solid. <laughs> but here's the thing. They had to like submit it for distribution like days mm-hmm. prior. <laughs> So he sprinted <laughs> to the studio. <laughs> as soon as it happened. Because, I mean, the studio's no. not going to be open. Like, sun, like, there's no... I don't understand how he did that. He had to go like, Monday. Yo. He's like, we in Geneva. And now we in the studio. <laughs> we all got our toes out, too. Don't get Chris rocked out your socks. Yo, they must have put a, a big stop on that just to put that one thing in there. Which, like... <laughs> Was it worth it? Was it? Was it worth it? We're talking about it, so we're talking. Yes, you're right. You're right. I I I haven't heard it yet, but um, I am a fan of Dreamville. I am a fan of Boss. I'm a fan of Kaz. I like Loot a lot. But who who do you really love? <laughs> who do you really love? <laughs> Look, I would appre- I appreciate. And I am a fan, yes, okay, is that what you want to hear, of J. Cole. (laughs) This nigga loves J. Cole. (laughs) Yeah, yo, they made a group chat of me, (laughs) Coco loves J. Cole. (laughs) 
Because, to be fair, J. Cole right now is exhibiting Drake vibes for me now. And I mean that, not in they're making similar music, but he's becoming a shell of what he was. And he's kind of, you know, falling into a sense of um, complacency. Like he's, I don't, I don't feel much more of a metamorphosis that can come from Cole. And that's cool. I mean, artists reach their, yeah, reach their peak. And I don't say he's like falling down, but he's just at that peak. Uh, yeah. But what's great is he has a, a whole roster of artists that are amazing. Like I said, um, Boss, Kaz, Lou. Um, I'm not sure if JID is technically part of Dreamville. Like, as well as Earth I, Gang. Yeah. They're, they're all part of it. Are they associated acts? Yeah. Because I, I, I know like they, they, they got both, Spillage Village. They've been on all the... Yeah, yeah. They've so been I, on all the projects. Yeah. Like the Dreamville project. So mm-hmm. I would count them as part. Okay, yeah. And Ari Lennox and... um. Who was homie that used to be on J. Cole's mix or mixtapes? I forgot his name. Um, but he's a dope artist as well. Talking about uh, Omen? Omen. Omen. Shut up, yeah. Omen. Yes, Omen. Omen's tight. Omen's tight. He's been there since Jump. Um, they all can carry that Dreamville legacy and the reason I like J. Cole. But yes, I like J. Cole. He's, he's one of my favorites. Yeah, it's okay. I would... I wouldn't put him. Go ahead. Say what you got to say. I'm not going to be. Yo, I'm just not going to be mean to you anymore about (laughs) it. It's okay. He Here's the thing. J. Cole. He is a a North Carolina boy. Mm. He has strong pen game at times. Mm -hmm. He is clever at times. He's a great storyteller at times. And I think the coolest thing he's done in most recent years is the formation of Dreamville and all the different like collaborative things that they've done as a collective over Mm -hmm. the past few years. That has been, I think my favorite version of J Cole. Yeah. Which, which is great. You like, you like to see it. It's hard to create a team like that. We, we honestly, we saw Drake try to do it and, Kind he's, of like he's he's like a he's like a Kyrie Irving, not <laughs> a great player to always put pieces around, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, individually he can stand, he can stand out. Wonderful, wonderful, stand out amazingly, but like when it comes to like forming a team, that OVO and that XO is nothing you can believe in. That's not. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when they were gonna get uh, they were trying to get Bryson Tiller. Yeah, and he saw what happened to McConan and everyone yeah. else, and he was like, "Nah, yeah, I'm good. yeah." That was that was very wise. But honestly, he should have. Bryson might have. <laughs> he should have <laughs> went over you. Honestly, <laughs> no, no, no. Think about it. Yeah, I feel like huh. yes, some artist development could have been <laughs> could have been very beneficial. But I mean, we think about other labels like Griselda. They're a label that's. Label slash rap group that's like performing very well. Yeah, and I'll, just I'll, putting putting out music at, at un, like <laughs> an ungodly amount of music. It's not possible. <laughs> it's not possible the way they just drop albums every two to three months. 
Full length LPs too. This is not just like a six or five track EP. With like and and not just like short songs, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like built out like verse, chorus, verse, chorus. Like (laughs) they have it all. Feature, bridge, features. Yes. Uh, um, I was going to ask this question: Do you think of rap label slash group lasts longer when they come in already formed, or when they you know, just happen to be separate team members, part of a thing. So like, like a young money thing where it's just like, Oh, we're all here. Let's do something. Or like a yeah. Griselda thing, a slaughterhouse thing, or like, um, who else? Maybe I answered my own question. Cause I can't think of anybody else <laughs> <laughs> who's still around. I feel, like it's, I feel like it's tough when at least like, all those different kinds of like powerhouse collaborations that I think about all the ones that were like supposed to happen. Mm. Like that whole like J. Cole and Kendrick mixtape that was supposed to happen that like people are still waiting for. I feel like that meme circulates like once every year yeah. where somebody like is disseminating the information that J. Cole and Kendrick are finally putting out a project. It's not going to happen. It's not. You know, that <laughs> the prospect of that album was the reason why I really started getting into Kendrick. Like when I heard like J. Cole announce it, I was like, okay, I guess I really, like I liked Kendrick before, but yeah. when he talked about that, I was like, okay, let me give Kendrick a, a deeper listen. Yeah, J. Cole put yeah. me on <laughs> J. Cole. <laughs> <laughs> there was also a back in the day mixtape era, Ooh. blog era. Uh, All City Chess Club. Yes, which it has too many niggas in it. Too many. (laughs) Diggy. I'll try and uh, yeah, Diggy, Asher Roth, J Cole, Lupe, Blue. I feel Blue. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm missing like 17 people. Yeah, like I'm. (laughs) I'm trying to picture that. Like banner they had, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, Bob. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Pharrell. Pharrell. Yeah, Sheesh. Wale. Wale. Yep, yep, yep. And then uh, Charles Hamilton. <sighs> Charles Hamilton, man. <laughs> that whole like that was when that image dropped, like. That was supposed to be the moment that, mm-hmm. like, shifted hip-hop forever. Yes. And they put out one song, a remix to I'm Beaming, mm-hmm. and that was it. That was really it. all we ever got. Which makes sense. I don't I don't know how feasible this group would have been. I can't There really was s- also the one, uh, oh, God. It was like Good Friday days, but it was like supposed to be like Kanye, Pharrell, so Child Rebel like Soldier. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that was, was that was. One. See, like these, they're too good to exist. I don't think, it, like, if it, if it could work out in reality. Yeah. Imagine like the label. <laughs> imagine hearing Asher off <laughs> and Wale going back to back on a track. <laughs> Yo, 
Asher? Come oh, on, Nike man. Boots. I forgot. I mean, no, no, that's not. Yo, what I'm thinking of. So, yeah, we can't sleep. We can't sleep on. Uh, can't sleep on the man Asher off. He did drop a project recently that was dope. Um, not recently, probably like a year and a half ago. Uh, it was like a the third part of a trilogy. Let me see if I can pull this up real quick. Um, the Greenhouse Effect Volume Three, which was dope. It was really cool. It was yeah. kind of like him being like a professor or a teacher, and like in a wee class. It was interesting. A lot of like yeah. fun concepts going on. You get in his bar yeah. off. His uh, his twenty fourteen retro hash album. Mm. It's fantastic. It's got a. There's a song, uh, "Fast Life" with Vic Mensa on there. Mm. That is, it's fantastic. Um, but. Yeah, I feel like the the thing with the labels that is just like seems to be a more sustainable option is like one, the fact that like they have to deliver mm-hmm. a like certain volume of music. Like <laughs> there's an expectation of them. Like I even think about like when we were starting out <laughs> and we were like, yo, let's do this podcast. Mm-hmm. And it was like, we didn't outside of like the stuff we're doing with verge it's like we didn't really have like a system mm-hmm. or like a deadline that like we needed to hit to like be able to get episodes out so we we're yeah. just kind of like floating just like you know when, when the vibes were right yeah we would record but now like we're we're studious <laughs> yes. professional boys <laughs> who are uh, you know putting out consistent audio content for the listeners' ears, which uh, you know, you're welcome, everyone. <laughs> uh, they didn't say thank you. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want this, Alex. <laughs> They're turning it off now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I think like TDE, like I feel like they've been really great about like intercollaborating within oh, the label. I thought you were to say consistency. I was like, they've been great about oh. Kendrick has a drafted. <laughs> Since yeah, 1984. No, 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 no. <laughs> but like, yeah, when they have like when they've put out projects, like mm-hmm. you are always gonna see, like for J Rock, like J Rock's Redemption, for example, like mm-hmm. you got Sis on a track, you got Kendrick on multiple tracks, like mm-hmm. they've all done like their own like multiple songs where they're like all together before. Um, Shout out Black Hippie. Yeah, like so. I feel like with like from a label perspective, like Griselda, like they're always like doing shit together. Mm-hmm. There just seems to be there's something something there uh, that seems to be like helping with the actual like maintenance of these groups that like you don't get with some of the more like off the cuff yeah uh, pairings. True, because um, I always think back to like Maybach Music Group and how we all wanted so much more for them. But I think just inner turmoil kind of stopped that from being what it could yeah. be. Cause there's heavy yeah. hitters with Meek, Wale, um, Stolly, Rick. Ooh. And gunplay. Gunplay was dope. Gunplay, I, I, yeah. I, I messed with gun- like him on, um, cartoons and cereal. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. <laughs> like him, like so I think there good. was, there was a lot of hope coming from them, but I just think inner turmoil, probably bad management, yeah, kind of. You said Meek. That. You said Meek, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, I thought you were gonna say. I thought you were about to say something. No, about Meek. I wasn't. I wasn't. No, no, no. no. Okay. They had like, they had like, 
they had some great tracks yeah. together. Like, yeah, during those, yeah. I remember, yeah. I remember in um, high school when um, Ambition came out. Wale's, I think, sophomore album. They're gonna love me for my ambition. That <laughs> just not even, not even opening. <laughs> like you're not even opening your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> ambition. <laughs> Straight teeth, <laughs> no lip movement. I um, I might have said this before. I feel like I'm having deja vu. But when um, Meek was like, um. I was raised by the stop sign. No religion for me. No I was religion. saved by the I saved by the Glock yeah, Nine. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is yeah. Ugh. yeah. He was he was he snapped. He yeah. snapped on that one. Yeah, that was a it's a fun it was a fun era. Mm-hmm. And I know we're like, I, I mean, good music too. Like good music's mm-hmm. one of those like heavy hitters. Heavy. And you know we got like. We got the the cruel summer drop, and that was kind of the. And we've gotten some like one off things since then. Kanye obviously like produced like Pusha T's mm-hmm. album Daytona, and then Tiana Taylor. But like we haven't really gotten much more, like collective collaboration from like that group. I feel yeah. like a lot of things started to like, you know, sort of break apart. Uh, not too long after that, and obviously in recent years, but yeah, it's interesting. the The rap, the rap labels, super groups, it's tough. Is it is it meant for longevity? Can a a rap label slash super group withstand the test of time? I, mean, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, even uh, older, but like the roots. Like, oh. I mean. Just like as a group, like I know, like Quest has talked about before, just like how you know they the the nature of their like friendships and relationships has had to change to be mm-hmm. able to like still maintain the group in the way that they're able to. And obviously, they're not like putting out a lot of music mm-hmm. anymore. Uh, but to like still be able to maintain, uh, you know, maintain the group to be, still be able to create together, mm-hmm. like, you know, with all the different egos, they kind of had to like shift the way that they did things to where like, maybe they're not as close as they once were, but at least they're in a place now where they're able to like still at least operate together. Yeah. Which I, th- I think that's what it comes comes to at a point because even um little brother the ninth is not a part of it anymore and for a while Fonte and Big Pooh they weren't talking to each other but they you know finally it was like you know what let's just come together we can be cordial probably more than cordial we can be friends again and we can like make some music that we love to do so I I tribe as well um yeah yeah um when they have what was there most recent album before Five Pass. Oh. We got it from here. Yeah, yeah. Um, as well as um, uh, uh, I forgot the. I remember the album, the Anonymous Nobody, but I forgot the the group. But they're same era as Tribe. What is who are they again? How do I remember the album but not the name? <laughs> um, De La Soul came back together and oh, stuff. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, it's, I don't know. It makes you like, are they meant to last? Do they ultimately dissolve or do they just become cordial? It makes me think what's going to happen to us, Alex? <laughs> what's going to happen to this podcast? It's the, it's the way I knew this was where this conversation was <laughs> You know, it brings me back to a Jayco line. The bigger that we get, the more li- most likely eagles collide. It's just figure. Oh shit! <laughs> Y'all slipping. <laughs> the bigger we get, the most likely eagles collide. It's just physics. So let's put our ego aside. Damn, J Cole, <laughs> philosopher. It all goes back to Yo, J Cole. Hold up. Let me read you. <laughs> let me just. Let me just. Uh, just for the people, for the people, you know. Uh-oh. Uh, oh, no. Dreamville record. Please don't. <laughs> on this new Dreamville record, J. Cole, uh, on the track Freedom of Speech, he starts his verse with, came through with a bad bitch and tight britches. Made the whole book her own flight. I'm type vicious. Black boy flies, stupid racks, oysters on my plate. So much bread, I think I got white privilege. Uh, this nigga is rhyming from the perspective of Paul Revere. He said, "Britches, oh Bridges. my goodness, okay, Ben Franklin, <laughs> get out of here!" Yo, I'm type vicious. Is also, I love that. I'm not like I'm not gonna. I, I can admit when a nigga is corny, and J Cole's a corny. That's, ass a, that's a Drake ass line. Drake ass line. I'm type vicious. Disgusting. Wait, wait, where'd you? That's what you say when you're not, <laughs> but you really want people to think you are. That's what you say on Twitter, hoping no one's going to find you in real life. <laughs> but you got to do like a corny, corny line of the week or a corny line of the month. Cause... That might be a, that might be a, a, new, be a new segment. <laughs> new segment we're going to throw in because we can't let these rappers go along with saying things like nah, that. We got we to gotta start holding our artist accountable. Yeah, there's some bad shit out there and we call you <laughs> out. <laughs> it's not fair we have to listen to this. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, there was one thing I want to talk about, but it just, that line just threw me off and made me forget it. <laughs> uh, that's the, that's the uh, Thanos snap. That's a Thanos, just everything gone. Everything. Just destroyed. <laughs> that ruined my day. <laughs> it's different when you say it out loud. Yeah, you gotta <laughs> was, You gotta deal with the consequences of like knowing right. your voice. <laughs> Especially you said that and we were recorded, Alex. <laughs> That's I said Brit- I said britches. <laughs> That's forever on the internet now. Sorry, y'all. That's life. She's bad. Man, my my children are gonna be so disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> Just shaking their head. Oh my gosh. Shit. Here we are. Yeah. <laughs> Alex and Goku, episode thirty four? Two? I, you know I know. You know I don't know the episodes. I can't count. No. I can't count, Alex. You know I don't oh. know. <laughs> oh my god. I don't know the episodes. Episode Thirty-two. 
Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm so bad with this. Yo. I'm terrible, man. <clears throat> oh, yeah, real quick. What if, uh, I don't know, like, we, what have you been thinking about lately? Just like, what? Like, <laughs> yo, not, not like in this like big philosophy, like philosophy way. Just like, yeah, music wise, like, I don't know. What's been um, like going through your head? <laughs> stuff you think about. Um, I, th- I think lately uh, I've been working with this artist in front of the podcast, Bidza. And, Shout um, out. We're preparing for a, a release of hers. I don't want to talk too too much about it, but she sent me some tracks that um, we've been working on yesterday and over the weekend. And it's some, yo, it's some, it's some great stuff. You're not ready for it, man. She really has a beautiful Jeez. voice and an amazing, she does. amazing vibe, and a, a good team behind her as well. So that's some stuff I've been. Just like yo, when it drops, it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be, it's gonna be beautiful. Yo, we're gonna have to we have to get Ben on yo, back on yeah. the podcast. Yeah, do a little update, a little little part two check in. She, I, I might uh, be able to say this. She performed a song last time. You might be hearing that that live that that studio version. This this coming soon. <laughs> and keep it on the law though. Don't go out, go out telling everybody. <laughs> Yo, but I'm just saying. If, you hear it, if you're hearing this, it's between us. It's between us. Keep it on the low. But, <laughs> yeah. Other than that, I kind of been talking to um, JT, telling him my music ideas, trying to tell him what Shout I out. what I want to push out. Because um, I'm I've been thinking about. Switching up the style, you know, I do a lot of sample-based uh, music, but I kind of want to branch out, do some wow. melodic stuff. I've been oh, like we talked about a lot new of shit, new shit dropping. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully. Um, but Dijon has been like a big influence because I've been listening to yeah, his yeah, shit yeah, on and on, and McGee too, and I kind of want to dive in that lane. Might get some vocal, lay some vocals on the track. I don't know, that's, but yo, yo, that's that, that's what I that's what I've been on mostly. That's what's up. Yeah, that's what's up. What about Heck you, yeah. Alex? What's 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 been going on with you? Yo, I mean, I was actually what was I thinking about the other day? I feel like I wrote it down. I've been like keeping this running note of just like things that just when they hit. I just love, oh, I've been thinking about, and we've talked about it before, but like, just like, especially during like the mixtape era, just like that fusion of like rap music and like indie music, Mm -hmm. like when like Kid Cudi like was bringing like MGMT Mm -hmm. on tracks or when like you know, rapping over like Vampire Weekend beats mm-hmm. or like Wiz Khalifa um, with like um, the thrill mm-hmm. and just like, yeah, like even Mac Miller, like rapping over like the Fireflies, like Owl City beat. Yeah. Like just that was such a, as like a 
kid who was like very much like just being introduced to like indie music at that time Mm -hmm. and thinking like I was the only black kid that like was on that shit. And then you hear like your favorite artist like is also on that too Mm -hmm. was like such a such a validating feeling and just such a like it just made that connection with the artists stronger yeah um so i've been thinking a lot about that and just kind of like going back down like memory lane damn think about some of them songs damn yeah what a time that gets nostalgic as hell because i I felt the same way when i was even on drake on so far gone hit that song with peter bjorn and john yeah let's call it it off then when i came across charles gabino was just strictly rapping over um indie beats for two two mixtapes i'm just a rapper and i'm just a rapper too i'm like yo this is amazing this is dope and like now sometimes i hear these tracks come on my spotify i'm like damn this just takes just takes me back i'm like fuck yeah yeah uh dope stuff dope stuff yeah even even frank ocean on uh nostalgia ultra mm-hmm. uh like singing over like Coldplay, um and then also had like i feel like video games like just those soundtracks were really big too mm-hmm. like especially with like guitar hero cuz uh like frank ocean did it like he wrote over um hotel california by the eagles mm-hmm. and like that was like a song that really like i only knew because i would play it on guitar hero mm-hmm. and then like to then hear like frank ocean uh, you know, making his own version of it with American Wedding was like, damn, this is such a, it's just those like, those little, I feel like those little, like, those little moments mm-hmm. of like feeling seen uh, through like your favorite artist. Yeah. Uh, was such like a, those moments really solidified for me, like the artist that I will kind of like, you know, follow along wherever they go now, as long as it's not like problematic. <laughs> but <Yeah>. like, <laughs> you know, I I hate to mention this because you just you talked about artists, music, video games, and problematic. But um, Michael Jackson, <laughs> he had a hand in creating the Sonic soundtrack on Sega on the original system, which is interesting. Well, really, yeah. He had a hand creating the soundtrack for it, the video game music behind it, which is Damn. cool. But yeah, problematic artist video game. <laughs> Let's throw that to Michael. <laughs> but yes, episode 32 of the Alex Okoku podcast. We thank you so much for listening. It's been a pleasure as always. Yes, yes. We had a super fun, a blast. Yes, we did. And, uh, you know, you can keep up with this at Alex and Koku on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you can also listen to us on the air on Verge FM every fourth Saturday of the month at 4 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, and then, you know, wherever you stream podcasts, we're there as well. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, con- continuing to continuing to bless the eardrums. Yes, to berate the airwaves. 
Ooh, yeah. I like that. Yeah. We are what you could call auditory masseuses. Ooh, get all up in that ear canal. I like it. Sheesh. I like sheesh. it. But, Alex, where can they find you personally if they want to keep up with things you do? Uh, you know, you can keep up with me at LewisAlex10. Yes, put the tens up. Instagram, Twitter, wherever. Uh, even, you know, maybe we should all get back into Snapchat and mm. you can talk with me there. Um, okay. But, yeah, I'm out here. Okay. How about you? You can find me on Instagram at Kenny Samoa. Then if you take that name and put it on SoundCloud and Bandcamp, you'll find some more stuff. Come then on now. I'm thinking about bringing back Kick. So if you want to kick me, hit me up. I, some people might want to kick you. <laughs> <laughs> some people definitely want to kick me. They're, 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 they're out for me, man. They're, they're Yo, I, I was never... I was never on kick. Oh, like that. I was a he was out. Yo, you were. Yeah. I've over the weekend. Me and Alex hung out surprisingly a lot. <laughs> a lot. This, times. this is actually this is actually three days in a row. <laughs> three days in a row. <laughs> but on, but on Saturday I was telling him and Michaela that I used to be a heathen in high school. So back on my Instagram days, and I had kick. <laughs> oh my god, we used to do that like. <laughs> It'll follow for a rating type thing, and it'll be like, "Oh <laughs> God, yeah, you yeah. were a criminal, criminal behavior." <laughs> I, I hate myself. I, 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 I shouldn't have been able to have a phone. And my parents know damn. I know damn well my parents would have beat my ass if they would have saw what I was doing on there. But yeah, we just got on group chats. People were like, "Oh, yeah, oh, what you rate her?" Saying the most foul things because I was a yo. Degenerate, and I should I, I should be kicked. If you want to, I'm gonna I'm gonna dox myself. Come to my house and kick me. I deserve it. <sighs> I was actually the one thing I failed to mention in that conversation was that I too was a menace. Oh, <laughs> I actually just had this conversation uh, with some coworkers because we were we got on the topic of like social media platforms we were on mm-hmm. as like kids and i was like yeah like i was really wildin', like on twitter like myspace back mm-hmm. in the day like was writing just the most abrasive yeah. of raps and putting them as like my like profile message on uh on myspace or like on aim and stuff and mm-hmm. like yeah. Not the greatest. It wasn't good. It wasn't good. Well, we've grown from that. And you know, God's working on all of God's us. God's working on all of us. But <laughs> yeah, after me and Alex just confessed. Uh, thank y'all. <laughs> Episode 32 in the bag. Hope to see y'all next time. Hope that you're yes. liking what you're hearing on Verge FM. And yeah. Peace. God bless. <laughs>